Here the Turtle is presented by Toyota. Toyota helps you get the most out of your drive. Just ask a friend who drives one. Shop buyatoyota.com, Toyota's official website for deals, to find the Toyota that's right for you. Toyota, let's go places. It's bull season. We're back on Here the Turtle. It's Taylor Smythe here with my lovely, lovely co-host Ben Kessler. And Ben, it's bull season. It is. Terps, NC State, Duke's Mayo Bowl. We love it. Yes, very exciting. And Taylor, it's nice to be back. It's been a little bit since we've done one of these. Uh, I had one episode as a host and got kicked to the side, and then we did do an episode for three months. Yes, so very, yes, our le- very happy to do one with you today. Yes, it, yes, you uh, you broke the show feed for an yeah. extended period of time yeah. with Keith that never had yeah. any issues. Well, Keith, Keith got the listeners. No one listened to my episode, so no. they were thinking about canceling it. We talked to the to the people upstairs, and now we're back. <laughs> now we're back. Now, now we're back. back. They've agreed. They've agreed to bring yeah. you back, which is very very nice. Yeah, I. I I agent sure. called me two days ago. Said they want you back. I said what? <laughs> and the, you and you had to you yeah. had to make. I think yeah. it was the Duke's Mayo people. Wow. Yeah. I think that's Duke, who. Yeah. They know I could promote their product. Well, yes. I'm a big, big Mayo guy. What are your put favorite? Mayo on yeah. What were your... Mayo is probably my favorite condiment. Really? Yeah. I could put mayo on anything. What's your What are your favorite three applications of mayo? Um, tuna salad. Sure. Um, a turkey sandwich. Yes. And ooh, the, what? What else? I mean it. All right, here's one for you. Okay. My mom makes a my mom doesn't make many good things, but she yes, makes yes, a great, as you've stated many times. She makes a great chocolate cake. Sure. And the secret ingredient in the chocolate cake is mayo. Wow. Yeah, and no one knows that. That's unbelievable. Um, so you it, well, now everybody knows that. Because you sure, just revealed it to, to the hundreds and hundreds of <laughs> listeners for this yes, show. Thousands. Yes. Thousands. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So those would be my three. I Two two normal ones and then three for a loop. What are yours? Uh, I like mayo as well. I, I like it on a roast beef sandwich. Okay, I like it on a roast beef yes. sandwich. I agree with the tuna salad. Tuna salad. It tuna, needs a lot of mayo. Tuna salad. Needs a lot uh, chicken of mayo. salad. Yeah, yeah. Those are my. Those are probably yeah. my three. Those yeah. are probably my three. You could also. You know what's pretty good too? Dipping French fries in mayo. I thought you were saying the other day you didn't like French fries in mayo. No, I like French fries. Or was, it, was, I, was I saying chips? You wouldn't put chips in mayo. I never said that either. I would put on my Oh, maybe I was talking to somebody else about it. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you, you've you always been on the record as a big mayo guy. And there will be a lot of mayo, lot of mayo. hopefully poured over Mike Loxley if yes, the Terps are able to get a win. cannot wait to see that. Yeah. Uh, Maryland-NC State, uh, an old ACC rivalry. Terps, I believe, are around like a point favorite, but this is essentially a pick. These are two very yeah, evenly two very, matched teams. Matched. Uh, NC State is at what the bottom, sort of around the bottom of the top twenty-five. Terps are probably like they, both these right teams the feel like they're like the top between like twenty and thirty right. in the country. Yeah. Very similar teams, even matchup. Um, NC State, I think, you know, 
came into the year with 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 really high expectations and they had a pretty good year i know they had a lot of injuries throughout the year they went through a lot of quarterbacks had um you know some different injuries throughout throughout their season but still got eight wins which is tough to do got that huge win over north carolina who i think was in the top 10 when they played yep um and that's a huge rivalry um wild game wild multiple overtimes wild game um so yeah they're a really good team and it will be the first time since the terps last regular season acc game in 2013 that's a two meet do you remember that one i do in 2013 yeah the the last game a win for the terps yes um i believe it was 40 to 21 yes uh, as you'd be the one to know yes as the terps finished off their 2013 season some some interesting history between the Terps and NC My State. My freshman year in college. You have yes, yes, yeah, and you haven't aged a day since. <laughs> there's there's uh, some interesting history between the Terps. At least recently, you have the Philip Rivers um, thing, which yep. is like never Phillip, beat Maryland. never beat Maryland in a an incredible pro and college career. Never could beat Maryland. Um, the Tory Smith four touchdown game is very memorable. Home game in 2010. Yep. Um, so that should be fun. I think. The Terps played an ACC opponent, quote unquote, last year, Virginia Tech, but there wasn't but that like there's a lot more history, history there. ACC. There's actually some emotion there's, here. Yeah. I think this environment in Charlotte will be very it's good. Fair. There will be a lot of NC State fans there. I think Maryland fans is an easy drive yeah. or a trip. It's an old ACC trip, so I think people are just used to you know hauling yeah. down to North Carolina, and there'll be a little passion in the crowd, a lot of red in the crowd. Yeah. As you said, NC State's gone through a ton of quarterbacks. Devin Leary, who was came into the year as their top quarterback, is transferring, so he will not play this game for them. I guess it's sort of a toss up of yeah. who is going to be under center for but them. But the, the good thing for them is all the quarterbacks behind him have had a chance to play. This yes. Year. It wasn't Devin Leary that beat North Carolina. North Carolina. They were on their like third or fourth yeah. string quarterback yeah. for that so, game. So, you know, it's not going to be someone's first time. Like if you look at their stats, there's like four guys that have over 100 pass attempts or whatever. Um, so, so yeah. And I agree. I think, you know, when you looked at all the possible spots that Maryland could go to, this was the one I think everyone around here in the athletic department, in the program um, administration, this is the one everyone wanted to go to. So it's, uh, it's, you know, fortunate that we got it. And I think everyone's really excited. And I think our team's excited. Yeah. I think like if you're planning your, obviously you want to go to any bowl, but if you're planning the bowls that have like big 10 ties, all of the close ones are the ones about like pinstripe, yeah. Nashville, yeah. North Carolina, the ones in Florida, like not that we don't love our friends at the guaranteed rate bowl, but that is a very, that is a very long yeah. trip for the Terps. So, you know, you, you don't necessarily, that's not necessarily your preferred destination. Although we would have loved to have been in Arizona yes. as well. Playing. We, we would have stayed at a lovely resort. Lo- yes. Spent some time by the pool. Who is in the guarantee? It's uh, Oklahoma State, Wisconsin. So it could have been Mike Gundy's grand return against the Terps after yes. coached here way back in the day. Yes. Uh, people would have been lining up for that one. Uh, we do know we'll be under center for the Terps. Talia Tunga by level will play in the bowl. Terps do have some guys not playing in the bowl. Rakim Jarrett, uh, Jacob Copeland, um, Jacorian Bennett. No, Jacorian Oh, Jacorian's playing. Sorry. Oh, Deontay Banks. Deontay Excuse me. I'm getting Banks my corners confused. Dante yes. Demas. Dante Demas not playing. Yes. Um, those are the four that have announced that they're not playing in. Uh, taking the next step in their life. Yes. Um, very exciting. Very exciting for them. Congrats to uh, all of those guys. Congrats and- to all of those. Rock uh, met with the media this morning and told them his his plans for next year. So yeah, all those four guys are um, gonna do gonna do great things. But there's some guys that are um, you know gonna go to the draft and are this will be their last game as a Terp. So. Yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to watch some of the younger receivers kind of step up when those guys said Ty Felton, Octavian Smith, um, Shalik Knotts. Punch Knotts. Yeah, yeah. Th- those guys yeah. will all get a chance to play. Yeah. My guy, the Playboy. Yes, Ty. you love the Playboy. Yeah, you love the Playboy. 
um leon houghton's another one yep and then if, you know of course you have you have you have strong and steady jay sean jones yes who, yes who, who will lead the unit who was he's, he's on this episode who was on this episode today yes yes, yes. He's on this episode in t- 2006 yeah me, me, me and jay sean were back talking in 1995 <laughs> yeah. as yeah. yeah uh and you have to be happy for a guy like that yeah. the senior day performance from him was awesome kind of finishing off and he has i guess options of what he can do but he he said to me even he was like if that was my last chance that i got to run on the show i left it all out there after all that i've been through and that was like a very cool thing to hear from him uh we talked to greg rose this will be his final game uh greg china rose excuse me his final game as a a terp another guy that was like great guy and his his story his story is truly incredible was that was at Robert Morris. That's where he started his college career. Quit football. Was working at a at a GNC protein store, and which was still right across the street from where um, Robert Morris played and watched them practice every day. And he's like, "Is this really what I want to do?" So then he went um, and played JUCO for former Terp Mark Duda, and has made it to this point where you know the last two years he's been top three on the team in sacks he's a great locker room guy great program guy when you talk to him or listen to him on this podcast you know you fall in love with him because you know he's has an infectious personality so i really was told he got a scholarship from kevin durant last year very cool so he's had he's had quite one of the best stories on the team as far as their path to get here yeah, we talked to a bunch of guys in this episode. As we said, Jay Sean Jones and Greg China Rose. Then Roman Hemby was one of your guys' media yes. standouts. I talked about that with him. Um, Spencer Anderson has been also is another guy that's been here since like the Reagan administration. Yes. Spencer's been here for a yeah. long time, getting a second master's yeah. degree, a very good dude. And then Dante Trader has been one of the breakout stars of the 2022 season at safety. Chatted with him as well. I know everyone is obsessed with his lacrosse plans. We stick, we stuck to football on this one. I'm sure he appreciates Yeah, as we, as he rolls into the bowl. Uh, and Roman and, and Dante, both guys that got some experience and talked about how the Bulls sort of springboarded them into the season. So we talked about that a little bit as well. So let's get to those interviews. And then me and uh, Kess will talk about the Bull a little bit more on the back end of that. So let's get to our interviews with all those guys. We're back here on Here the Turtle with Maryland wide receiver Jay Sean Jones. And Jay Sean, back in a Bull game for the second consecutive year down in Charlotte. How excited are you to go down there and play NC State with the rest of the guys? I'm just, I'm super excited, you know, second, like I said, second year in a row going to a bowl game and uh, this year I get to play. So uh, it's, a, it's a great opportunity and uh, especially getting to play against Daryl Jones, who came here with me and uh, just left last year and he had a pretty solid year there. And it should be a good opportunity to get down there, get down south a little bit, a little warmer weather, I hope. And um yeah, see a couple of familiar faces down there, and that's this would be cool. Guess you're closer to Florida yeah. <laughs> down there. Hopefully, yeah, it's it's been cold around here, so hopefully it's a little warmer exactly. down there. Um, how you had a really nice year this year. Um, you know, you, you capped it off, you know, in a loss, but a great game against Ohio State, and I think. Maryland fans, as I said to you before we jumped on, are just happy you you got through the season healthy and were able to show your skills throughout. What was it like for you? It's been a heck of a journey from your freshman year on to just play this full season out and and really have a good year and and you know propels you forward a little bit. Um, it was amazing. Like that was my goal going into the year. Um, especially like my mom talking to my mom. That was the biggest thing. Like coming back and, and just proving I can stay healthy and, and what I can do when I am healthy. And uh, so it was just amazing to just and then, like I wouldn't want to do it with a, a different group of guys. Like I love this team, like the the camaraderie we have, the brotherhood. I feel like it's just amazing. And just to be able to get out there and play with like that team, like I spoke before the season, like I said, like I just 
wanted the opportunity to get out there. Like with the receiver room, we had the offensive line, the quarterback, the backs, the defense. Like it just was a great opportunity, and I'm, I'm glad I got to do it. What you did on senior day was absolutely awesome against against Rutgers. How nice was that feeling to go out there and just like it felt like everything was kind of working for you right. and Talia throughout the game. You know, you get the touchdown the touchdown catcher. You guys were raising each other's arms yeah. there on the sideline. What was that uh, that yeah. entire day like? It was, it was amazing, man. It was a, it was a lot of emotion. A lot a lot went into that, and and just just to know that could have been my last time run out the show it was a lot and it, it meant a lot to me to just have the opportunity to come up here and call Maryland my second home you know um and then just knowing that I could have been my last game I just wanted to leave it all out there like I said in the senior, senior uh video I got one to go out with the bang and I'm I got to and I like I'm, I'm happy for that but you've r- rolled me right into the next question you were so emotional watching that video people can go on our you know social media channels and watch was it just because of, you know, how the journey has been for you, you know, come in, you start out, you know, with that amazing game against Texas and you go through some of the injury concerns, but you're, you're kind of up and down, but the, you know, you, you had that promise. And then to kind of watch that journey come full circle with your teammates, what was that entire moment like um, to kind of feel that? And obviously, you know, you don't know if it's your last game out there yet, but um, just kind of having it come full circle a little bit at the end. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Like I said, like, it was just like everything that we've been through. And in the senior video, they kind of asked like, what's your message to the guys? And then like, this it just was that's where it kind of hit me like we've been through a lot like especially the guys that came in 2018 uh with the with the last staff it just was like amazing how far we've come everything we've been through like just the culture and the, and the brotherhood the, the the love for the game the love for like what we do is just just to see it like all come around and and get to be out there with the guys like like you said I played my freshman year and and had some success and Sophomore year got hurt. Junior year was COVID and got hurt again. And then just being able to like put it all together, like I said, it just felt like it came full circuit. Just a great opportunity. My mom got to be here to see it. It was like it was just amazing. Like on senior day with all those guys that we that I came in with, it just was amazing to to go out that way. Two more for you. Talk about your quarterback a little bit. You know, Talia has now pretty much put himself at the top of every record book. He can't do that without wide receivers, right. and and you've had his you know played a part in that. What does he bring to you guys under center each and every week that has made him this special in his time in Maryland? A, a dog. Right? I mean, you hear that 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 reference a lot, but he's 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 one of those guys. He's a, he's a, he's legit um, hard worker, a great leader, and I feel like at that position, that's what you need. Yeah. Like it just just for example, like that that first down he got a, he got against uh, Michigan. Yeah, uh, like that video that everybody plays. Like that's him. Like that, and that's that's the type of guy we need back there. Like that just gets everybody going, and that's just him. Like day in and day out, like practice, walk through. Like it's it's serious. It's, it's business, and then I feel like I, you wouldn't want any uh any any other kind of quarterback back there. I feel like he's perfect. Finally, you talked about her a little bit, but I feel like your mom has almost like been as present in the program as you were last. She's such a big Terp supporter, yeah. um, and you guys are so close, and you've talked about that relationship during your time. How excited are you for you, for her to watch you play in the bowl game, um, whether it's the culmination of your time here or wherever or not? Um, it feels like you guys have kind of rode this journey together and uh, and come out on the other side in a pretty good space. Yeah, you, you were the perfect. We rode this thing out together, and, and that's kind of how it's been forever. And then She's always been by my side and just just for her to because she came to the bowl game last year in New York, kind of spent some time with me and we stayed there after. And um, I think it would just be great for her to get to see me play in the bowl game and then kind of know like this, like she's known that that's what I wanted to do, like playing big games, but like, you know, have a, ch- a chance to win. And um, I think I think it'd be great, especially closer to home and might be might be able to get a couple <laughs> people out from Florida, you know, to come up. Uh, so, yeah, I think it'll be amazing. We got to get the whole Jay Sean Jones supporters group Definitely. up to Charlotte. Uh, Jay Sean, thanks so much for coming on, man, and good luck in the bowl game. Thank you.
All right, we're back here on Hear the Turtle with Maryland safety Dante Trader. And Dante, this time last year, you were just sort of, you know, going through the motions, rolling through your first year here. Now, you know, entrenched as a starter, you go into the bowl game, you know, after a really nice breakout year. What's this year been like for you, you know, starting in camp, now rolling into your first bowl game? You know, looking back at it, I'm about to use it as like a stepping stone. It's like, you know, I was thrown into the fire more like a first year starter, um, not knowing necessarily the ins and outs, how to, go about gaining confidence, playing with my guys, mesh with my guys, going against adversities, things like that. So every game I was just building on top of every game. And, you know, I felt like I did a good enough job, left some plays out there, but now I'm able to go into a bowl game, see what I messed up upon during the season, stuff like that, and build on to the rest of the year. I was about to say, you know, reading some stuff about you preseason, you know, Coach Williams talked about how you're a big film room guy. You've jumped in the film room, you know, before the year to get yourself ready for this. Have you kind of now gone back and looked at the tape from this year to kind of figure out what you need to improve in going into a bowl game and kind of, as Coach Lack said, use this as a jumping off point for next year? Yeah, no, most definitely. Um, film is the biggest thing for a player. Um, you can see it doesn't lie. So if you said you did someone on some play and you didn't, it's going you'll see it after the game. So even after every game, I'll watch it like four or five times, write notes on it, talk to my dad about it, laugh about it. Um, but yeah, going at the end of the year, I ended up watching every single game, wrote notes on what I needed to work on, the reoccurring things. And I just and we got a prescription from our coaches and I made one myself that I'll be able to work on things like that. You have this awesome partnership with Bo Braid in the back end of the secondary. You know, you guys are, really seem to complement each other back there. Both had really, really good years. What's that relationship been like and how much do you guys push each other just to be better in that sort of competition type way? Oh, we push each other every day in every aspect of, of life. Um, I'll be honest, every aspect, we <laughs> play in the video games, we, you know, we get on each other for million bad, but that's just the relationship we have. So carrying it on the field, we were able to do some things that are kind of like chemistry based. So like you'll see him move when I move or pass off routes or do things that we necessarily not even looking at each other. We can just feel each other's presence and be able to know how he works. And if he's showing something, I'm confused. Like there's none of that. It's like because we practice doing different looks and doing this and doing that. So we're always on the same page, but that always starts and that always started in the off season that we built on for the games. Talk about what coach Williams has done as a defensive coordinator. It feels like, you know, even if you guys struggled at the beginning of games, there was always adjustments made in the second half. Always a better feels like he does a fantastic job, not only getting you guys ready, but also seeing what you need during the game. What is his impact on you guys? And, and how has he done as the defensive play caller? It, the defense, um, as for Vito, man, um, I just give props to him because Going into a defensive coordinator job is not easy, but that guy, he's a he's a, a true leader and motivator. Everybody, he's a player's uh, coach, and he's able to rally us. And that's the biggest thing a coach that you needs to be able to do when we're facing adversity. So when we come at second half, a lot of people think we make a lot of adjustments. It's really not. It just he just gives us a speech and you know just tells us to play our style of ball. Like we'll play for that guy. Like we'll die on the field for that guy. Like stuff like that. But that's the type of guy Brian Williams is. Uh, talk about, you know, playing against your guys' offense in practice. You have a ton of, you know, awesome weapons there. Talia obviously has is, is put his name up in lights throughout his Maryland career. What is there like an iron sharpens iron type of situation there? And does it help you guys you enter the bowl where you're going to get sort of a training camp scenario again where you, you know, practice for two weeks before you go out there? I feel like for the bowl, it's necessarily looking back on ourselves. But during the season, yes, it was iron sharpens iron. So we were like highly competing, you know, just trying to win the rest. You know, we had all our guys and everybody's going at it. Coach had to rain us down because we would talk trash size the ball, and that's not what he stands for. But, yeah, it was always every rep counted, every rep mattered to us. Like, 
at the end of the day, we're all mad competitors. But going into the bowl game, like you, it's going to scale down a little bit because everybody's trying to go back to the fundamentals and just work on stuff we're not comfortable with. So it's going to be not so much um, competing like that. Talk about you're a Delaware native, but it feels like you've got a ton of pride putting that Maryland jersey on. Um, Talk about being, you know, everyone talks about, you know, the DMV guys, say the Virginia, D.C., Maryland guys, but there's some pretty talented football players that come out of your state as well. Is that a place you feel like people can sort of follow your road, you know, coming from there and coming to play for Maryland and feel that same sort of pride that all the DMV guys do? I don't know. I can't speak for a lot of people. I extremity. Uh, you know, I grew up watching Maryland sports being from Delaware, yep. which is not not crazy, but it's not too like it's not done a lot. So, um, you know, just coming to Maryland and just representing that pride, that was more of me. But I. It should be if we can create that road and to get players up to here. I mean, that would be a great thing for the program. How excited are you just to to step on the field and, and play in this bowl game as a starter? Um, you know, with your guys out there, try to finish the season on a high note and, and propel yourself into twenty twenty three. So you know how like if you end a season and you like and you had some plays you were mad about or something you were frustrated about and you can't get another down, you can't get another rep. That would eat you up. So like the bowl game is that for me. So it's like, oh, I get another chance to improve and show people what I'm about, how we play and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to be up, go back out there and show them I've been working on for the past what month. If it goes like last year's bowl, I think people are going to be pretty happy with with, <laughs> yeah. the, with the result. Dante Trader had so much fun watching you and, you, you know, a breakout campaign here and can't wait to see what you do in the future. Really appreciate the time. Thank you. Thanks, Dante. We're back here on Here the Turtle with Maryland defensive lineman Greg China Rose. And Greg, the culmination of a career here. One last game as a Terp. Uh, how excited are you to go down and play in Charlotte with your guys for one more time? Super excited to fight with my teammates one more time. Uh, you know, I, the bond that I developed here is unlike no other I developed anywhere else. So, you know, I'm just super excited just to have one more game in the jersey. This has been the culmination of a long road for you. Obviously, well-documented. You've talked about it a million times, but we're not going to retread that here. But in terms of like going out there and and kind of putting a stamp on how long it took you to get to this point, you're able to prove yourself at the highest level of college football. I got to assume there's going to be some extra motivation when you run out on the field in Charlotte for that. Well, yeah, you know, just I just want to leave a good uh, stand or a good impression on who Greg China Rose was. So that's really my main goal. You know, one last game in, in my Maryland uniform wearing China Rose on my back and wearing number zero. I just want to really make a good last final impression. What are you kind of talking to your younger teammates about who can use this game as kind of a jumping off point for them? You know, it felt like last year in the bowl game, you know, you played well throughout the year, but you had a great bowl game and, and it propelled you into a really, really good 2022. Have you sort of talked to guys about that? Yeah, like, really take this time. You know, this is not just some exhibition. Like, we're going out. There's a huge game for you guys to play. Yeah, you know, it's, it's great because all of our young guys kind of like since they've been around us so long, it's a lot of things that don't have to be said to our young guys. So like um, last year, you know, we missed some of the young guys that didn't get to go to a bowl because they were sick. So this year they have even more motivation to go to a bowl finally and be able to produce. And just the young guys, anytime I talk to them, I just tell them the main thing and the best thing you can be is reliable. Don't be, you know, don't be a liability, be an asset. And um, just know your playbook. So a lot of the guys, you know, they use this time to get back in their playbook um, learn the installs that they might have forgot or might have never like got a chance to get the grasp of during camp. So all of our young guys, it's funny. They hang around us so much, you'll think that they're old guys. That's the kind of persona that they took on. They took on our our standard. 
I'm interested, you know, you've talked about your new road here, you know, people have written about it. You've been on Fox, you've had all these things done about it. I'm interested in this part of it. What is it like to kind of get the feedback on that? You know, people commenting, you know, being inspired by you and and your story and what you put forth and the ability for you to talk to other people now that they've heard it. Is that, you know, kind of inspiring to you back? Is it, is it, does it make you more full? How how does it feel to kind of have that out there and for people to respond to it positively and relate to you in that way? I, I love it because, um, I just hope, I just hope when I first was doing it, when it was first brought to my attention, I, I wanted to make sure I put it out there that to know that if, even if you're a walk on to the star player of a team, there's always work that needs to be put in, you know? So like, just the fact that maybe there's a guy out there who's a walk-on, doesn't seem like anything's going for him, doesn't know if he'll get on scholarship, but he knows that if he keeps working and if he looks at my story, if you just keep working, hard work is hard to go unnoticed. So if you keep putting in the hard work, someone will notice it and it will benefit you in the end. You know, like even if that's not so much earning a scholarship, but when the, when your name is called, you go out there and you ball out. Like, you know what you're doing. And then you end up getting a starting spot because, you know, the season is long, injuries happen, and you get a chance to finally show what you can do. You know, so I just I, I was just really hoping that it would be a motivation to someone out there who was going through what I went through. And all I did was just continue to push. And you never know how far you are until I go. Yeah. Just talk to your guy, Dante Trader, who is in here. Speaking of a guy that seems to work hard, it feels like he's got the right mentality. You as a veteran, how have you watched you know, him, a guy like Bo Braid in the back end of the secondary, kind of develop and 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 put a, you know, you know, pin their ears back there and just, you know, play behind you guys? Uh, you know, it's 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 real satisfying because when Trader and Bo, when they first came in, they were both like real young and they were just hard workers. And then we go through springtime, we're going through turp time, hard workouts, and you see Bo and you see Trader still in the weight room getting an extra work together. So you knew that they were going to have a type of dynamic duo that they were going, they were, they were bonding on a, like while we were outside football, they actually had a bond. So when they get on the field, a lot of communication is not verbal. It's more uh, in the head. So they're more like, uh, like just in touch with each other. And like, that's, I feel like that that's reassuring for us because we know that they make us right. So if we take a gap or we take a if we take a gap and we try to take air and opportunity, we know that Bo and Trader on the back end have our backs. And that was like that was the most satisfying feeling knowing that you know, like we had uh, those two young guys back there ready, you know, to play ball for us. They're really hard workers. They really play hard too. And you know, you never got to tell Trader or Bo to like lock in. They're always locked in and they're very, uh, they're young, but they're, they have very high football IQ. Have you been to Charlotte before? Yeah. Uh, when we played Charlotte. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So it, good memories. What are you excited to do outside of just playing in the football game? I know there's, there's always events for you guys down there. Yeah. I don't know if they've gone over those yet, but. No, nah, they haven't gone over them yet, but like, um, like last year was my first time going to a bowl game, you know, um, so I'm just really excited to see like what this bowl game has to offer. You know, New York treated us very good. You know, the Pinstripe Bowl, they treated us very good. And it's always just great to see what new opportunities they have for us. You know, we went to a comedy show. It's always just fun to see what they have for us. Really, We'll see if they're just going to like feed us mayo the entire time. Yeah, I like mayo. So. <laughs> the people at Dukes will be very excited to hear that. Yeah, I love mayo. <laughs> Greg China Rose, thanks so much for jumping on with us. Amazing careers at Turpin and can't wait to see what you do in the future professionally. Really appreciate the time. Thank you.
We're back here on Here the Turtle with Maryland offensive lineman Spencer Anderson. And Spencer, back in a bowl game, second consecutive year. How excited are you to go down there and play NC State in Charlotte? Uh, it's definitely exciting. Um, you know, we always have games past uh, scheduled. Um, it's always good to play a 13th game. And, um, you know, last year we kind of created the standard for us that, you know, we were excited about the pinstripe, but we weren't, you know, too satisfied. And um, I kind of think we all kind of expected that we were going to have, you know, postseason play. And uh, it's going to be exciting to be down in Charlotte in Panther Stadium and, uh, you know, be at the Duke's Mayo Bowl. What's that like? You know, you know, last year's, you know, huge success to get back to a bowl first time in a few years for the program. But as you said, now you got to reset and think like, you know, we're not going to like go crazy for that six win. We expect that six win. Was that a mentality change you guys had to kind of take before the year to be like, look, want to push for seven, want to push for eight, push for more than, you know, what you had last year? Yeah, I mean, we finished seven and five, but um, obviously – I mean, myself and a lot of other people would agree that we felt like we left a lot of meat on the bone. And, uh, you know, seven is good, but, you know, obviously we expected, you know, that eighth or ninth one. Uh, but again, other teams watch film too and you sometimes <laughs> get out schemed and uh, whatever the case may be. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're still excited. You know, seven and five is, a, you know, another step forward from last year. And uh, I'm excited to see what we, I mean, we kind of created a standard. So I'm kind of, you know, excited to see what we're in the life for the next. Yeah, still years. chance to get that eighth win. That's yeah. that's that's on the table. Really experienced offensive line for you guys this year, and it felt like that that helped propel. You know, Talia's got this record. You know, Roman has a great year, but the the big boys up front is what helps all that happen. You, you had some injuries too. When you guys had that full line together, felt like it was a, a special group. Just talk about that. You know, that camaraderie and and what you guys had together. Yeah, I mean, no matter the five that was in, I felt like we were all on the same page. Um, you know, whoever was at center guard or tackle. Um, we kind of felt like we were all on the same page and, you know, everybody wants to give credit to us or, you know, whatever. But a lot of times you got to credit, you know, you know, when nobody was catching Roman, you know, <laughs> we can only get, so can get a couple yards yeah. down and you, were, you, could, yeah, you guys can stop. Like we can only cover, we can only, <laughs> we can only block for so long. And, uh, we can't block everybody. A lot of times Roman broke tackles that, you know, sometimes we might've missed a blocker there, but um, same thing with Talia. I mean, he might've avoided a sack or, a turnover or a strip sack or whatever the case may be, he he might have avoided it. And, uh, you know, I feel like they can set their records themselves too. And, you know, a lot of people want to credit us, but I feel like it's a lot of credit to them too. Your two backs feel like you're, you're two main guys that carried the ball. Feel like they're fun to block for. Like Roman Hemby, as you said, give him a couple yards of space. He's gone. Antoine Littleton, give him a couple yards of space. And he's just bowling over people. Right. <laughs> How fun is it to block for those two guys who are a little bit different in style, but it's not like, Mr. Littleton couldn't hit a house call from 50. You know, yeah. He's going to go back to Charlotte where he hit a pretty long house call. What's it like blocking for those two guys? Uh, well, with Roman, I feel like, you know, he's your home run hitter. You know, he's going to, like I said, block, you know, front seven, you know, maybe maybe six, or even five sometimes. And you he'll be one-on-one with the safety. You can automatically assume the Zebras are going to have their hands in the air at the end of the play with the touchdown signal. So it's always fun chasing after him, even though, you know, he's always running away from you. You can't never get a hold of him to celebrate. But, uh, and Antoine, I feel like he's more of your, you know, ground and pound kind of guy. He's, you know, he's your, uh, your typical three down back. Um, you know, there's times that I thought, you know, oh, he's going to get caught. And I'm like, oh, well, he didn't get caught. <laughs> or, you know, there's times where he's just, you know, guys are just like, it's like he's plucking them off of him. It's like, get off of me. Um, but I mean, he has big play potential too. And, um, I feel like, with him, I mean, we can block even less people, and you know he's going to make us right. Because uh, I mean, a lot of times our practice, the defense is like, whew, 
I would hate to have to tackle that, you know, or I would because I mean I would never live during practice really, and you know they're like, Phew. I can only imagine what teams are like on Saturdays. Yeah, we have to, we have to like tackle this, you know. So that's always good, you know, blocking for people that can have big play potential and uh, break tackles when you know things don't always go your way because that's a line not going to make every block, and you know, some of the times. Maybe a lot of times <laughs> we're not getting to the second level like we're supposed to, and uh, they make us right anyway. And you know we're getting the credit for it. And I'm like, hey, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, you'll take it. Yeah. Reflect back a little bit on your own career here. You know, we're just talking as we walked in. You're getting your second master's degree. You know, that's an incredible accomplishment. You've had a great, you know, performances on the field here in a multitude of different positions. You've you've hopped around on the O line talk about your journey from freshman year to now and, and how you feel like you've developed both on the field and off the field. Um, yeah. I mean, when I got here in June of 2018, I was kind of like, you know, wow, I'm, I'm actually playing like big 10 football. <laughs> it was kind of like first couple practices. I'm like, you kind of get in that freshman mode, like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm probably going to red shirt, whatever. But, you know, from 2019 on, I felt like, you know, I took a step forward each and every year, kind of, um, Technique wise, working on my body, you know, I was taught at a pretty young age because I came to college at 17 years old. Uh, at a young age during my freshman year, kind of, you know, your best ability is uh, availability on top of that being versatility. And I felt like I needed to uh, work on different positions uh, and, you know, whatever the team needed help, that's where I felt best. And um, even this year, moving into guard permanently. Uh, there was one game I started at right tackle because, um, you know, he had other things going on. But, um, you know, whatever I felt like the team needed my help in, I was I was there. And, um, you know, I felt myself being as a freshman pretty, pretty much selfish and kind of like I only play tackle. I only do this. I only do that. And my first game, I'll never forget, I came in Bowling Green my freshman year. And I, coach told me to go to guard. I'm like, like in my head, I'm like, bro, I don't play guard. <laughs> and you know, I wanted doing whatever there, whatever he asked me to. And um, you know, it's kind of like whatever the team needed. And I understood right there that you know, whatever the team needed, I was going to be there. And um, you know, I'm playing for a cause bigger than myself. Now you got a chance maybe to play professional football at that position. Yeah. So not a bad call by Coach Locks back yeah. in the day. Uh, finally, you get to go back down to Charlotte. You guys obviously had the success there earlier in the year. How excited are you just for the bowl week? You know, great times at the Pinstripe Bowl last year, doing all those experiences. Is there anything you're most excited about going back down there for? Um, I think playing in the Panther Stadium. I mean, obviously, you know, we've play, I've played at FedEx. Um, but outside of that, I don't think – oh, in the Eagle Stadium, of course, when we played Temple a couple years back. But um, outside of that, I think those are only two NFL arenas we played at. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's NFL football. I mean, NFL football arena, but uh, or stadium rather. But um, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be good to you know see what they play on and um, you know have the atmosphere. Obviously, it won't be you know filled like a normal Panthers game would be, but um, it's gonna be fun. You know, obviously, it's not as busy or crowded as New York is, but um, it's still fun to explore a new city that you know I'm not very familiar with, and uh, it should be fun. Do you like mayo? I do. Oh, there you go. So it's a perfect. There you go. We've. I don't. I don't eat it plain, but I do eat it on sandwiches. There you go. The Duke's Mayo people, they'll 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 be in on that. Maybe you get some product when you're down. Yeah. There. yeah. Spencer, thanks so much for jumping on with us. You've had a fantastic career. Hope that the bowl game goes well. I uh, appreciate it. Thank you. We're back here and here the turtle with Maryland running back Roman Hemby and Roman. 
This time last year, you hadn't played a lot in a Maryland uniform. You went to the bowl game, got some carries. Now you've had a breakout year, uh, freshman All-American. What is the difference from last year to this year as you sort of look at, you know, how you play and, and how you've developed as you head into the uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl? Uh, yeah, just a little bit about, you know, a difference a year can make. Uh, just staying diligent in the process and, you know, coming to practice every day and working hard. I was able to, you know, kind of progress and um, – I was able to put it on the line and I was able to have that success. Um, I think mainly it was just confidence for me Um, coming in last year. I was, you know, young and I was kind of stepping up, but I was, you know, missing a little bit of pieces. So being able to get those things together during spring ball and camp and things like that, I was able to turn that around and have a pretty productive season. I was just talking to Spencer Anderson. He was saying, look, sometimes, you know, we get the credit, but Roman Hemby's a guy you can make just a couple blocks for him and he can go the distance. Um, when you're, you, when you're, you know, take the ball there, everyone refers to you as the quote unquote home run hitter, but how are you sort of, you know, moving through where you want to go as you, as you, as you see a play develop? You're obviously not, you're, you know, you're trying to take it to the house every time, but you can't think about that and then go. What is sort of, sort of your process as you, and, and not put yourself in a situation where like, oh, I got to get in the end zone 70 yards every single time. Oh yeah. You know, um, in the running back room, we say four is good. Four yards a carry is really good. So um, sometimes it's not about making the home run play. Those things really come together. Uh, you know, the offensive line, they do their, their a really good job opening up holes for us. Um, and really, sometimes it is just getting the ball and running, and it'll just open right up for you, and you just take off to running. But sometimes you got to make people miss and things like that. Uh, I would say uh, throughout this season, there has been a lot of plays where um, it was designed to get something, and I was able to get more. But it was a lot of plays where the line did a perfect job, and I was able to just let my – natural ability take over and you know that's where those home run hits kind of came in um it's like we kind of work together myself and the offensive line the receivers um and those big runs and things like that they come through the framework of our offense nothing really special that we do was there a moment whether it be off season training camp you know first couple of games where you thought okay I've kind of figured out how to play at this level now. Like I, I kind of know what I'm doing out here. Was was there a light that turned on, or did you feel like coming into the year you were confident that like I can have the type of year that you put together? Um, I want to say you know the 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 bowl game last year kind of springboarded myself into where I am today. Um, but I would really say spring ball was really the piece of the pie that was like you know that was the slice that kind of helped me set myself on this level. Um, I had a really productive spring ball. Um, spring game, I did really well. Um, and that was really when I realized that I was going to make some mistakes. I was going to make some uh, big plays as well. So kind of just getting my confidence back and, you know, taking that big step from high school to college. I feel like spring ball was when I realized that, you know, I can do it and I was going to be a, a asset to the team. And I took that responsibility. Played high school ball in this area. John Carroll. Correct. I, w- yeah. I went to Calvert Hall, so we can we can, yeah. we can we can talk about that after a little little Maryland uh, private school rivalry situation there. But um, you know, putting on the Maryland jersey, um, you know, playing for the your, your, the school that you know the state that you're from, does that mean more when you go out there each and every time? Um, and and what was it like to you know pick coming to Maryland and and trying to make a difference at, at the place you grew up? Um, it meant so much to me, really. Um, you know, if you look in the crowd during the games, I got. 10 plus people at every game here for me. Um, you know, I couldn't say it would be like that if I were to go anywhere else, you know, with family not being able to travel as much. But um, I feel like I wear the Maryland pride with a lot in me because um, 
you know, I, I wouldn't be here without, you know, a lot of the things that Maryland has taught me. Um, you know, my family, my whole life has been here. So everything that I've learned, everything that I've been through, I was able to, you know, get through it in my own state. So um, I chose to come here. I wanted to make my home state better. Um, my mom always tells me, she's like, hate it or love it, we're from Maryland. <laughs> so like, you know, everything that I've done and everything that I've done at this level, it's like, you know, I, I think about that a lot. You know, um, I could be anywhere else, but I chose to be here and I'm glad I chose to be here because this will last me, you know, lifetime memories. Do we need to give you another shot at the the Baltimore accent video again? It feels like it feels like a, a lot of people were 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 taken in that. Deontay Banks had a tough one in that video, but you were on there for like twenty seconds. I feel like you need another shot at saying yeah, that phrase. I, I don't know. <laughs> See, like I feel normal saying it. it See, I'm also normal. from Baltimore, so when I was say, I was saying it before we did it, I was like, this sounds normal to me, yeah, but everyone else so normal, but everybody else thought it was so funny and talked off the off the rails of what sounds what it should sound like and i was like you know what y'all can have that i know what i meant to say that's what I'm, what I'm saying i yeah so. i was just as i was watching i was just feeling your pain i was like all i hear is people say this like this and, yeah, and like, yeah. yeah as your mom said hate it or love it yeah, yeah it this is where we're from uh how excited to go to go back down to charlotte you guys had a great game there you know beat charlotte uh, but a bowl week's a little bit different you get a bunch of different experiences are you just excited to go down there and, and see a little more of the city what's that going to be like um it's going to be really fun for me uh like i said it's, it's kind of a bittersweet moment because you know some of these guys it'll be my last time taking the field with them so i think i'm gonna take that into account spend as much time with my teammates as possible um you know kind of you know we got a lot of events and things like that just taking it all in because we're blessed to be in this position there's a lot of teams out there that wish they could be in our place but they aren't. So um, we're going to definitely not uh, take it for granted. And I'm going to, you know, use this time to spend some time with my friends and, uh, you know, love up with my teammates because, you know, some of these guys are going to be my last run with them. Do you like Mayo? Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not okay. Just much a, of it. There you go. We had a clean sweep though. Greg liked Mayo. Spencer liked Mayo. You like Mayo. So yeah. the Duke's Mayo Bowl so far in the heat of the turtle, we've had a clean sweep. Um, before we leave, I just have to shout out to the to the listeners. Uh, Dustin and Ben, who do our football PR, have shouted you out repeatedly as one of the, me- the media guys of the year. So doing great interviews. So shout out to you, Roman. The people Thank deserve you. to hear that <laughs> the behind the scenes. You do a fantastic job. Uh, can't wait to see you play in the bowl game. You've had a fantastic year. Really appreciate you taking the time. I appreciate you. Thank you. Back here on Here the Turtle, tremendous stuff from the 100 people we just uh, interviewed on the show. A very nice bowl media day run by yes, you and was, our colleague, Mr. Semenovic. This, this and the um, this and the the one when training camp picks off are always two of, two of the best days of the year. The most guys we have talk on a single day all year, and everything ran really smoothly today. So thank you to all those guys. Some great the media for coming out. Hey, good, good turnout. Today. Coach Locks, who we've had on here, the turtle maybe like 16 times, so did not have to have him on today. Also, also spoke and yes. had some some things to say. So you can sure check out all of that stuff. Um, what do you think happens in this game? How do, how do you think this goes for the Terps? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a tight game throughout. Um, two, as we discussed, you know, before all the interviews, two pretty pretty evenly matched teams and. Um, you know, I think the Terps come away with with the victory to take the next step as a program, win eight games for the first time since 2010, won seven last year, eight this year, continue to progress um, as a program. And then, yeah, I, if I was if I was a betting man, I would take the Terps. I think this is like kind of what you want in a bowl game. Two teams that are very evenly matched, 
that have like a little bit of history. So there's a little bit of something for both fan bases to kind of get behind in a location where both teams feel like they can travel fans to the game. I think that's like what you want in a bowl. Um, So I think this could be like one of the more fun bowls of bowl season. Obviously we're both. There's like a bunch of media outlets that like rank the, the, the watchability of all the bowls. And this one's like in the top 15 in all of them. Yeah. Like last year, the pinstripe bowl. No offense to us in Virginia Tech was near the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was Literally, different because Virginia Tech, I mean, they had a million. They had a million. And, and, and they the, didn't have a coach. Yeah. And it was, a super yeah. success. Like, yeah. Terps played great, taking nothing away from the win. Yeah. But I think the Virginia Tech program was so in transition. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like, why? They probably were like, yeah. why are we even playing in this game? Yeah. Um, whereas this one, you're right. Like, Mike Loxley's. Yeah, great value. Michael actually is doing something. Dave Darn's done a great job yeah. at NC State, so it's like two programs that feel like they want to continue. Great, to go great forward. TV slot too. Noon on a Friday, you know, a, a day that a lot of people will have off because it's the day before New Year's Eve, and it kind of sets the tone for your college football weekend. Where I think that night, the night we're playing, um, there's three games on ESPN. I think the third one is the Orange Bowl, so that's a New Year's Six Bowl, and then the next day you have the college football semifinals, and then you were all right into NFL on Sunday. Um, so a really great weekend that you could start on Friday when I know and hope no one will be working with no. the Terps. You I and know. I will be working in we will Charlotte. Working. You it'll, will not it'll be doing... be the first time I work this month. Yeah, you will, will you will not be doing it. This is the first thing you've done. Yeah, you don't really do that much, but you will be no. down there. Noon, as you said, noon ESPN starts off the day. I think that you're right. That's a, that's a, a fun time. time so. It's the year before. Terps played at noon um, on the 29th, so the day before. Didn't we play at 2.30? Maybe. <laughs> we I played at Did we play at 2.30? Yeah. Oh, felt like noon. Yeah. Even though I was very sick, you were sick. You had a, you had a tough you had a you had a, you had a tough day. You had a tough day. You had a tough day. It was different different times in the yeah. world back during yeah, the pinstripe bowl. Yes. Uh, successful day. And the Terps hope they can we'll make let it. The people draw their own. Yes, yes, they can. They can take the steps beyond of why you were sick um, at that game. Uh, <laughs> so we uh, we hope that it can be the, as successful again for the Terps um, in Charlotte. And as you said, get to eight wins. And and as Mike Loxley said, and he said this last year these bowl games no longer feel like the end of the season. They feel like the beginning of the next season. Cause these guys will be in spring ball like six weeks after the ball's over. You'll see a ton of young guys play. You kind of touched on the receivers, but you'll have, you know, Ramon last year, you saw Roman and Antoine Littleton kind of get involved. I think Ramon Brown, will get involved in this game. You'll have some young DBs like um, Gavin Gibson um, that'll play. And, you know, a lot of young D linemen we have. So, yeah, it'll be the first step. You know, they saved the red shirts so guys could play in this game. So you'll see a lot of guys play. Yeah, and that was, as you said, a very fun part of last year was watching some of those guys emerge. In the bowl game, we are very excited to be down there. We leave on the 26th day after Christmas. We'll be down there. There will be stuff happening all that week, so make sure to check out all of our social media and stories and things like that. There's... If, if anyone has any good spots in downtown Charlotte that Taylor and I should hit up, um, yes. please let us know. Yes, let us know. Yeah, I've, you were there for the game earlier I was there, this year. but we did not stay. We stayed like on the outskirts. Yeah, yeah yeah i've i've been to charlotte never a long downtown. time ago when i was five i went to a race at charlotte motor speedway where, where we are we, will go we are returning to for one yeah. of the events uh there um it's not yankee stadium where you had was, you were in all of your glory that as a yankees a fan last year but it should be fun um and here the turtle as you said a long hiatus but we are going to attempt to bring it back here as we head we're into back. the new year yeah. Men, men's basketball we are very excited about have a huge game um 
Wednesday, as we record, recording on Tuesday, Wednesday against UCLA. The women just got a nice win over UConn. And then all the spring sports will begin, including your beloved women's yes, lacrosse program. It's going to be a good lacrosse. Uh, the lines are down as the we, lines are we're down. recording this in a next, excuse me, in a um, CQ Stadium suite. CQ Stadium. Yes. And the women's lacrosse lines and the men's lacrosse lines are down on the field. There are men's lacrosse players running here earlier. So lacrosse will be here before you know it. Baseball, Baseball. under Rob Vaughn will be Softball. back. Softball is taking a step up. All these Starting the year in Mexico. I heard so. Really? Wow. <laughs> it's off of the border for Mark Montgomery and the yeah. ladies. That's going to be They'll interesting. They'll their passports. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, that's how, yeah. Imagine us trying to get like 80 football players. Yeah. The yeah. passports. That must have been a good a, thing we didn't do that. Do the, or, or the Ireland trip at uh, Northwestern, yeah, Nebraska. Yeah. Did. Uh, stay tuned to all of our social media channels at Here the Turtle um, on Twitter and Instagram. You can also check out the radio shows that are happening. So, Talking Turps with Kevin Willard. And we only have one more Talking Turps with Coach Locks tonight. Tonight. Yeah. Uh, Marks in Columbia. Um, those shows will be showing up on the Here the Turtle feed, so you can check those out here. And then we'll be back with normal Here the Turtle episodes as well. So there's just a cadre of content you can now get on this feed after it going dark. After it going dark for about after you destroyed it for about six sure. months. Well, yeah, we got permission for me to to rise up again, and here we are. Ben, thank you so much. You can be you can follow Ben at BMK95 for all your takes on Lost, all your takes on Bruce Springsteen, Springsteen all your Yankees. the Yankees, anything else that you cover, and Marlboro softball. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> You can follow it's me. almost it's almost mock draft. <laughs> it is, it is. You can we'll 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 revisit we'll we'll reason that at some point. You can follow <laughs> me at Taylor Spike 10 and we'll see you next time on Here the Turtle, presented by Toyota. <laughs>